everyone wednesday november 16th 2022 so today in the former president donald trump announced his candidacy for president of the united states as expected tuesday night with a somber and measured tone outlining the contrast between his presidency and the vision against what has happened to the country in the first two years of a Democrat administration. Also, discovery in the prosecution of the Proud Boys for their role in the January 6th riot at the Capitol shows even more extensive involvement of FBI informants in that day's events. Also, another FBI informant planted in the Oath Keepers organization will testify for the defense as the Oath Keepers face charges for their role in the January 6th events at the Capitol. We'll be talking about these stories and more coming up right now. So first up, uh, Donald Trump announces his 2024 re-election for president. Former President Donald Trump announced his third presidential bid one week after the midterm elections, which was um, uh, most people wait till after the swearing in in January. But um, Trump, a Republican leader of the Make America Great Again movement, announced his uh, third presidential bid on Tuesday during his speech at his Mar-a-Lago, Florida home after having teased the bid since leaving office in 2021. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States, Trump said Tuesday evening in a crowd of supporters. But just as I promised in 2016, I am your voice, I am your voice. The Washington establishment wants to silence us, but we will not let them do that. We have built together over the past six years is the greatest movement in history because it is not about politics, it's about our love for this great country, America, and we are not going to let it fall. And most importantly, the Wall Street Journal reports, um, Trump calls for only paper ballots and all counting done on election day uh, with his reference to what happened in the midterms. We want all votes counted on election night, he said during his speech. The reality is not only should it not be just paper ballots and, and the election done on election night, all the votes counted, but... Um, We should get rid of mail-in voting because, as you can see in the mail-in voting, is there uh, that opens the door for fraud. And one person on Twitter stated that um, Republicans won zero out of twelve races where the votes took more than twenty-four hours to count, and that leads people to believe that there was cheating going on because they slow roll the vote, they introduce mail-in ballots, and then sure enough, when they have enough to win, they call the race. Um, It looks like cheating because, as I said uh, last night uh, with Tuesdays with Perry and yesterday's podcast as well, is that um, they slow roll the vote, they introduce ballots, and the control was Florida because uh, Governor DeSantis policed the election there with actually election police force and limiting mail-in balloting, uh, limiting and outlawing, for the most part, uh, uh, canvassing, not canvassing, but um, vote harvesting, ballot harvesting. So um, that was the control there, and you saw even in Miami-Dade, which is a blue district of Florida, even that went 
to the Republicans. So um, also from Newsmax, Trump calls for Arizona election do-over and says it is tainted mostly because of the mail-in ballots um, and the fact that the vote counting went on and on and on until Democrats could be um, declared victorious. Railing on slow walking of election results in Arizona, including uh, voting machines in uh, Republican districts coincidentally failing, former President Donald Trump uh, says the tainted Arizona election should uh, be done all over again if the U.S. wanted a third world country, if the U.S. wasn't a third world country. So in Maricopa County, uh, they're at it again. Trump wrote in a series of true social posts Friday night into Saturday morning, voting machines in large numbers didn't work, but only in Republican districts. People were forced to wait for hours, then got exhausted or had other things to do and left the voting lines by the thousands. Even Carrie Lake was taken to a liberal Democrat district in order to vote. Others weren't so lucky. This is a scam and voter fraud, no different than stuffing the ballot boxes. They stole the election from Blake Masters. Do election over again, Trump wrote. Um, all this is true. Like I said, um, apparently also uh, the surveillance footage of Maricopa County uh, room uh, went out for many hours and with no explanation why um, the surveillance went out uh, in the Maricopa County uh, room. Also, although they said it's debunked, it, what looked like uh, Katie Hobbs was actually video, was actually caught on surveillance video uh, inside the Mar Mar Maricopa County counting room uh, as well. They said it wasn't her, but it sure looked like her. Moving right along, uh, to the other news here from The Independent, FBI reportedly had up to eight informants in the Proud Boys on January 8th. Again, military intelligence, FBI informants, FBI agents, other agents of intelligence uh, networks in the crowd, um, not to mention Antifa in the crowd posing, and all these groups posing as Trump supporters and leading the riotous assault on the Capitol. So here, um, the Independent writes, uh, the FBI had up to eight informants at the Proud Boys for several months around the time of the insurrection. They call it an insurrection. The presence of the informants was revealed in a number of legal filings. It's called Discovery by defense lawyers for five members of the far-right group. The New York Times reported they scheduled to go on trial next month on charges of seditious conspiracy in connection with the Capitol attack. So uh, not much different than many goings on uh, with the FBI. If people could paint a picture now, you could see that the FBI is involved in orchestrating a seditious conspiracy against um, Democrats. Um, here's from Forbes, uh, and this is back from November 18th of last year. FBI and other agencies paid informants five $148 million in recent years with many committing unauthorized, authorized crimes. So I'll just read briefly into the lead here. The federal agencies paid out the $548 million to informants working for the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the DEA, and the ATF in recent years, according to government audits, 
A few foremans became millionaires with some Amtrak and parcel delivery workers making nearly a million dollars or more. Many informants were authorized to commit crimes with the permission of the federal handlers. In a four-year period, there were 22,800 crime authorizations between 2011 and 2014. The FBI paid approximately $294 million and it goes on, et cetera, et cetera, with the DEA, 237 million, and the ATF, 17 million in total, out to informants. These are paid informants. The FBI, uh, the FBI spent an average of $42 million a year on, on confidential human sources between fiscal 2012 and 2018. How much was it this year or the year of 2021? Uh, with what happened in January 6th. So this just sets the stage. You could see that the why uh, some people in the Republican Party are calling for a cleaning of house of the FBI because if you're paying informants to commit crimes to entrap other individuals, what is what exactly is that saying? So we're setting the stage here, like the New York Times says, informant likely to testify as defense witness in Oath Keeper Sedition Trial. A man who served as number two to Stuart Rhodes, the group's leader, is said to have secretly reported to the FBI in the months leading up to the January 6th attack. An FBI informant, in this story by Alan Fuhrer and Adam Goldman, uh, an FBI informant who was embedded for months in the inner circle of Stuart Rhodes, the leader of the Oath Keeper's militia, and they were in a militia, they were in a militia. Just so people know, so um, this is a, a mischaracterization because they didn't they didn't military they didn't train militarily, and there's no proof of that. It is likely to testify as a defense witness as a seditious conspiracy trial of Mr. Rhodes in connection with the attack on the January uh, Capitol on January 6, 2021. The informant Greg McWhorter served as Oath Keeper's vice president and was but was secretly reporting to the FBI. Like I said to many people, everybody wants to be a secret agent. And so when they're approached by government officials and usually threatened, but a lot of times paid up to a million dollars, as we saw from the Forbes article, um, people are easily corrupted by the FBI or other groups or the Chinese Communist Party or who is ever, you know, some people are paid as little as $40,000 or $10,000, others up to a million dollars. Um, to rat out people or to entrap people by committing crimes with these people. And from the Washington Examiner, FBI informants had bigger role in Whitmer kidnapping plot than thought, report says in this article by Barney Barney Shakaborty. Um, um, and this is back from uh, July 21st of last year. You know, these people were retried, obviously, because they, the government couldn't allow this to happen. That, you know, the last report on the go, uh, the kidnapping plot of Governor Whitmer could be um, what what is said here, which is members of an anti-government group accused of hatching a plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer claimed they were set up by more than a dozen FBI agents who had infiltrated the organization and played a key role in the plot, according to a new report. Um, I'm not going to go any further. Many of us know the result of this is the fact is that FBI informants and agents, uh, in, in many terrorists and other plots, they actually coax individuals into hatching the plots 
or get informants to do the same. Uh, it's the same thing that happened in January 6th, that most of these sort of um, crimes that could, could be considered terrorism are actually hatched by the FBI for a variety of different reasons. Um, they're all false flags hatched uh, by the, um, the federal government's secret police. So into some other news, Biden skips G20 gala. Uh, White House says it's not COVID. President Joe Biden skipped a pair of G20 events on Tuesday in Indonesia with the White House explaining it was not COVID and that the president and other things to attend to. President was scheduled to attend the G20 gala dinner in Cultural Park in Bali along with a cultural event, but he missed both and returned to his hotel earlier in the night. Uh, some people speculated that he was... Uh, with the Cambodian uh, prime minister and that um, the Cambodian prime minister tested positive for COVID and that people are worried uh, that's why uh, Biden did this is because of worries that he contracted COVID. Uh, but others said it was just past his bedtime or many other people speculated that he might've pooped his pants and that he just didn't want to go. Um, whatever it was, also there was speculation that at, at the dinner they wouldn't be serving ice cream so uh, Joe Biden said, well, if I'm not going to get my ice cream, I'm not going. So from the post-millennial, uh, this is G20 panel calls for global digital health passports. The health minister went on to say uh, that Indonesia has achieved, along with G20 countries, an agreement to have digital certificates using WHO standards. The Indian uh, Indonesian Minister of Health said during the B20 summit that the G20 should adopt a global framework to track vaccination status. Let's have a digital health certificate acknowledged by the WHO. If you have been vaccinated or tested properly, then you can move around. So for the next pandemic, instead of stopping the movement of, uh, of people 100%, you can still provide some movement to the people who have got the preordained shots. This is just social control. Many people have been talking about this for some time. Uh, it's tied in with the social credit score and a social credit passport, um, the beginnings of which, which is going to be a medical tyranny, the way the totalitarian global state is going to come into effect is through uh, medical tyranny. And so you're going to have a health passport, a vaccination passport of sorts, which they test drove during the coronavirus, but that'll be coming back for sure. And that'll be linked into a social credit score. It'll be the top uh, tick box on the social credit score, but the social credit score will be incorporated into this um, passport uh, where you won't be able to move about. Just like in China, you can't move about if you have a, a poor social score. Um, so uh, also if you haven't been vaccinated or whatever reason the, the state decides that um, you're not complying or you're a dissident or you posted something on Twitter that is um, considered disinformation. So moving on to some other news, uh, which is good news actually from Fox News, Rick Scott announces plan to unseat Mitch McConnell as a top Republican in the Senate. Uh, Rick Scott announced he is running against Mitch McConnell for uh, Senate Republican leader, and I hope he gets it. You see, Rick Scott, uh, the former governor of Florida, who's now senator for Florida, um, he was in charge of the senatorial campaigns for the um, GOP, and he was upset at the fact that Mitch McConnell was pulling some of his PAC money and dissing, uh, he was pulling some of his PAC money from Republican senatorial candidates 
um, and also dissing these candidates of not being viable. So it ruined um, uh, the GOP Senate candidates. It ruined their, their chances to have the leader of the Senate dissing them and pulling his personal PAC money away to go to uh, other uh, races in like Alaska, uh, supporting Murkowski against another Republican, uh, taking that money away from Blake Masters in Arizona, which definitely hurt his chances, also pulling some money away and some support away and some campaigning away from Laxalt in Nevada. Not to mention that pulling money away um, from uh, General Bolduc, um in New Hampshire, all these things caught... Could be considered of costing them their races. So, also from Yahoo Finance, this is from Reuters. Amazon launches virtual uh, healthcare clinic in U.S. for common ailments. This is scary. Like I said, we're going to be facing a um, medical tyranny. And what's better uh, as a, a medical surveillance? not only genetic surveillance through things like 23andMe and Ancestry.com, which we're having a a DNA database uh, being formed by people that are complying with this, because you don't know in the fine print when you sign the documents for these genetic uh, uh, and family tree services is that you're signing away your rights to your DNA. Um, also here, you're going to have Amazon uh, with the medical surveillance, just like Apple health watches and all these Fitbits and stuff like that that monitor your health. Um, this is part of the medical tyranny, and so is Amazon going to get into the medical surveillance industry. So this is from Reuters Tuesday Amazon launched Amazon Clinic, a virtual platform where users can connect with the healthcare providers to help treat common ailments like allergies and skin conditions. And I have no, uh, I have no problem with um, online uh, healthcare per se. Um, I, I think you have to be careful though of giving all your vital medical information to places like Amazon. Um, or, or to participate in Fitbit, which puts your vitals uh, onto the internet, which anything that's on the internet uh, or that's connected to the internet can be hacked. Uh, Amazon said its new service would operate in 32 states where customers who seek treatment will be connected to healthcare providers. The service does not include health insurance and pricing will vary on providers. Uh, like I said, you're going to sign away uh, your rights to your healthcare information and who knows what Amazon's going to do with it. It's going to be used to manipulate you for sure in some way or form, uh, probably connected to a health uh, social credit, health or and or social credit score here in the U.S. Uh, this is from CNBC. NATO chief says Poland blast likely caused by Ukrainian missile, but not Ukraine's fault. Um, I think this was all false flag. People will still look at initial reports, especially here in the United States. People aren't going to follow up with this story and they'll think Russian missiles hit a NATO country Poland and they'll want uh, this um, this conflict that could go nuclear very easily to um, be expanded um, and that's the, this thing should be rolled back as soon as possible this whole conflict and it certainly shouldn't be any sort of escalation. Um, I think it's a false flag and the, the missiles will shot on purpose. It coincides with Biden uh, being at the G20. So that also is, um, is very, very, very worrisome when things uh, happen to coincide uh, as they did here. 
Also from C, uh, CNBC, uh, household debt soars as at fastest pace in 15 years as credit card use surges. Fed reports say this is all uh, damaging information. This is indicative of the terrible economic situation, the economic policies of the Democrats is the reason is people supplement their income with credit cards. And so with prices rising, people, uh, debt is surging because not only are people um, uh, going into their, uh, uh, where they have most of their wealth under their house and taking out mortgages and taking out um, some of the equity of their housing to pay bills or to spend, what have you, they also use their credit cards to supplement their income. And so that's why all this is ha happening because prices are rise, uh, inflation, uh, so prices are uh, rising very quickly and outpacing for, uh, absolutely outpacing any wage increases people might have received over the days and years previously because there was some wage uh, increases under Trump, uh, but those were quickly erased uh, with the price uh, prices soaring because of inflation, because of democratic spending. It's not because of uh, supply and demand or any of these other excuses, many of you know. Um, it's because when you spend money and you're sending out checks to people who aren't working and there's no real need for the spending, uh, it's going to cause inflation to, to soar. Even James Clyburn came out and said, we knew when we put together these spending bills that it would cause inflation. So the Democrats knew what they were doing and they did it anyway. And our final article here is from Mediaite. Elon Musk fires Twitter employees after ordering their tweets and messages scoured for criticism. So uh, if, you know, if people didn't know, corporations are totalitarian. And since this is a private corporation, and it's not public, and uh, Elon Musk owns it, he can basically do whatever he wants. And if he wants to scour... Uh, for people that he feels are not being loyal to him and the company and uh, and fire them, that's that's within his rights because I know companies I've worked for and that have been, most of them have been private, but even public companies will look for people that aren't being loyal and force them out or in some cases fire them uh, for cause. I mean, they'll look for cause, um, but no corporation likes disloyalty. Um, and uh, corporations are indeed authoritarian, um, and, and there is certain forms of tyranny within corporations. Um, that's why we don't need corporate global government. So uh, that's it for today. Um, Rudy's Revelation, please like and subscribe, click that notification bell, and follow me on social media. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Getter, uh, Minds, and Truth Social. And a most important thing uh, we need to be talking about now uh, for the Republicans out there is supporting Herschel Walker in any way uh, you can, uh, whether it's on a blog or uh, on Twitter, uh, whatever you want to do. Um, that, that, you know, you could even send checks. I would send them directly to the Herschel Walker campaign and bypass any GOP or any... Uh, so, sort of uh, organization. But most importantly, if you're in Georgia, vote for Herschel Walker. And um, we need poll watchers and we need people to watch the election because although in Georgia, ballot harvesting is illegal, uh, uh, mail-in ballots are still readily available. And so we need uh, uh, people on the ground in, in Georgia 
to police uh, this runoff election, uh, police for uh, strange uh, happenings going on with mail-in ballots or harvesting. Uh, we need another 2,000 mules um, uh, uh, monitoring of, of these uh, uh, this election. So um, that's it for me. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching.